You are now tuned in to Respect the DJ Podcast, coming to you live. Welcome to Respect the DJ Podcast. I am your host, DJ Junebug, alongside DJ Kared. Let's go. Today's guest, you might have seen him introducing the hip-hop to the world. Some might say he's the king of festivals. Mm. He's the official DJ for the hip-hop biggest music festival. Over 5 million people. Yes, sir. Shit. That's a lot of fucking people for the hip-hop. <laughs> Facts. Yo, let's give it up for hip-hop one time, first let's of go, all. Let's go, let's go, let's go. The one, the only, DJ Five Venom. Let's go, what's good? Appreciate you guys good. having me. Thank you for being here, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Facts, facts. Appreciate you coming out, spending some time with us, you know, taking time out of your busy day. Um, how you doing today? Everything good? Good, man. Good. Good. Uh, just traveling. Like, right. Yeah, staying busy. I'm happy to be here. That's Wait, only in the weather for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. If it ain't sun, it's rain. That's, Florida, it's that is, that's it. Bringing in the cold right now, right, so you know man. what I mean? So Can't wait for that. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to start it off how we start with everybody. First question we always ask is, how'd you get your DJ name? I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan. Okay. So grew up listening to Wu-Tang and uh, started watching the Kung Fu flicks, one of the major Kung Fu flicks that they use in a lot, especially 36 Chambers. Right. It's Five Deadly Venoms. Mm -hmm. So I took the Five, the Venoms. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That's what, Got your name. That's where we go. DJ is, Five Venoms. Is that your favorite Kung Fu movie? It's up. It's in my top three. Um, probably like the Master Killers. Mm -hmm. uh Shogun Assassin, probably Master Killer, Shogun Assassin, Five Deadly Venoms. Right. Then there's uh, the second five, the sequel to Five Deadly Venoms. Right, right, right. Dope, dope. I remember, I'm not going to say my age, but, you know, <laughs> in New York, they used to show the Kung Fu flicks on Saturdays on Fox. Fox. You know what I mean? That's before yeah, we yeah. had to turn the knob. You know what I mean? And the cable TV, the, for cable, it was cable vision. Right. Way before Spectrum, way yeah, before the, all these. Yeah, the Kung Fu and the, and the Godzilla movies. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just every Saturday I used to watch those Kung Fu flicks. So classic, classic moments. What's your, who's your favorite Wu-Tang artist? That's a hard one. Oh, I mean, Old Dirty, Ghost, Ray, Meth, Robert every Like, everyone has... Their highlights right. on different songs. Yeah, absolutely. Too. Like, yeah. that's. Yeah. You know, what, what, would, what would be your, if you're going to say, I'm going to listen to a Wu Tang song, what's your go to song? Chess Boxing. Okay. Shame. Uh huh. Yeah. Except from the first album. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the first the, album's classic. Yeah. I mean, then. Uh, Triumph, like right, it's hard. Right. Like that's songs. a hard question. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I feel. I feel like I, I wish they would remaster that album, but I don't know if they have to. I don't know if when uh, Riz's house got flooded, if those masters were in there and they got lost, possibly. Mm -hmm. It's possible. Um, but and, even with that, though, they should still have like. Yeah, because because right. nowadays, like, even if I go to, like Apple Music, it's still low, and I want, I want, I want to, you know what I mean? Like this I want, is, I want that yeah, shit no, loud. This, this the issue, though. Forget about that. When they perform live in a concert. Right. It's low. Yeah. You know the instrumentals are okay. The instrumentals are low. 
Right. So you wait, you know, you hear them go on, and then again they went with I think recently with Buster Rhymes and Nas. Mm-hmm. Totally different quality of music. Oh out. yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> it was up and down, right, and like right. you want to cheer up, but you can't because yeah. it's like then you can't hear. Then ghosts. you want to feel it. Yeah, you want to feel you it. You want to feel, feel the music. Shit. So all right, that's all right. enough about Wu Tang. We're big Wu Tang fans. I think everybody yeah, is. Yeah, you know what I mean? They definitely a household name even in Middle America. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right now, we're reading Worldwide, the Worldwide. Yeah. I'm reading the Raekwon yeah. book right now. Yeah, yeah. It's deep. It's deep. It's a good book. Dope. So did anyone put you on? Like, how'd you start DJing? Was it like... Um, My my cousin. So okay. um, I used to spend my summers in Virginia when I was younger. Mm-hmm. My cousin's a DJ. And when I'm like eight, nine, ten, you know, he'd be going to work. I'd go in his room, just going through his crates, putting the records on, playing it. And he's like, yo, listen to this, listen to that, listen to this, right. listen to that. So that's where I kind of got, I learned my hip-hop vocabulary. Okay. Especially from that era where most kids were just listening to the radio. I'm sitting here with a Gravedigger's vinyl. Right, right. I'm sitting here with EPMD vinyls mm-hmm. and, you know, 36 Chambers. aren't Just you name it from, like, nine, Nas, 93 on, and I'm just going through it, learning it, learning right, it. Right. Cool G rap vine, like mm-hmm. all that, and I'm just playing it, not knowing necessarily right. what it was at the time, but right. I'm just knowing and I'm listening to it, and um, that's how I got introduced to DJing. Okay, and it was just I would love to do it when I went back home to Jersey, but equipment and yep. get moved yep. around. I used to, I, I remember vividly, you know, every Tuesday we it was record day, so we mm-hmm. going in, we we stayed like in um outside of Richmond. Mm-hmm. So we would get in the car, go to Richmond, go into the city, hitting four or five record stores, mm-hmm. picking up vinyls, all the new stuff, the white labels, and then going back and pulling them out, playing them, listening right, to right. it. Listening so, to all the B-sides and everything. So what were, speaking on, on that, so, you know, you did some vinyl digging. What was, the, do you remember the first piece of vinyl you bought, the first single it was? <laughs> I don't. Oh man. Nothing. Nah, I don't remember. It feels like so long ago. I do not remember, bro. <laughs> it's all good. Make us feel old. I can't remember my shit either. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like, shit, I do. I tell people all the time. I remember mine. I remember mine. Mine was self destruction. That was mine, and I still got it. That was a good record yeah. too. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Classic. Now it's gonna bug you, huh? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> you still have your vinyl or? Nah, nah. Um, I got a bunch of like. So my grandparents passed away. They had a bunch of vinyl mm-hmm. from uh, right. them, and it's just like all this classic R and B jazz. Mm-hmm. I still got those two crates. Right. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah, my cousin has all the the he the has a shed right. like the and then it was crazy because when I got older, started going down there, he got connected with the record pools to the radio station. So then it was okay. pull up to the home right. house, go grab the crates and right, right, so right. like he got sheds of the white labels and unreleased stuff that we'll probably never ever hear. hear. <laughs> it's that good stuff. Did anyone mentor you? Yes. Uh. uh Obviously, my cousin growing up. Um, when I started like professionally DJing, right. I was living in Jersey and um, South Jersey outside of Philly. And 
one of my homies I went to high school with, his older brother was a known DJ doing clubs in Philly and Atlantic City. So <laughs> talked to him when I started DJing. He was like, yeah, come out to the club. You know, I'll show you how everything works, introduce you to people. Right. So with every Friday, Saturday, whenever he had a gig, I'm pulling up to his crib, jumping in the car. We going either to Philly, Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Set up, get everything. I'll set up everything, and I'll open for him. Right. Get that experience of playing in front of people. Mm-hmm. If he had to go take a bathroom break, I'm jumping get on. You on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was DJ Soho. Okay. And um, so did that with him. I want to say 2005 through 2008, three years mm-hmm. straight. Just every gig, and then that turned into me. You know, he had. Uh, extra gig or was right. out of town oh, I was yeah. covering his gig and, and so on I was getting bookings and I learned a lot of uh, I learned a lot playing in these different crowds mm-hmm. and 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 mixing and scratching and, and a lot so he was like my mentor uh, back then then I moved to Orlando went to school okay uh, 2000 and the beginning of 2008 or so went to full sale mm-hmm. um when I moved to Orlando, it was pretty much school. Right. Like, I was always bedroom DJ, pretty right. much. Yeah, full sales. <laughs> yeah. Full sales. But full sales demanding anyway. Yeah, yeah so I mean, it was so. like there was barely any time for gigs. But when I did get the chance to go out, um, I had went to a club called JJ Whispers. Right. That was out here. Mm-hmm. And I uh, went on a Thursday. And at the time, DJ Q45. Right. People might know from uh, Rap BT, City. Rap City. Yeah. Locked in with him. Uh and after I graduated, I started working for him. So he became like a mentor to me. Okay, dope. And uh, would go up to his crib. I pretty much would be, I had a crib here in Orlando. And then I had a, then I would go up to his crib in Jacksonville. Okay. I spent more time at his crib in Jacksonville than I did here. But over there, it was just 24 7 DJ. DJ. Yeah, like, yeah. 24 7. Full time. Like, yeah. We're either going to a gig, we going through music, we're producing, or we're scratching. You, you back in school. You back in school. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, yeah. 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 3 a.m., yeah, yeah. all right, we cutting. Two yeah, yeah. setups. We're going right. back and forth, cutting, right. cutting, cutting, right. cutting, mixing, nope. going through music, breaks, like, just it, boot camp. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's a dope experience, yeah. especially from, uh, you know, he's a he's a great DJ, too. You know, I've seen him DJ, and uh, I've DJed with him a couple times, and it was at JJ Whispers. Um, just his eclectic, he knows music. Yeah. You know, he, he knows how to read the, cl- the crowd, and he, and he can pick and play. I think for anybody, you know, from what I've seen, you know what I'm saying? Um, so big, big shout out to Q45, and that's what's up, man. That's, sure, that's a great sure. experience, man. All right. So who's the first DJ or promoter to put you on in the club? A club? I, I mean, it would be DJ Soho, Soho. in Philly. Okay, uh, one of the first clubs I think I covered for him on that scale was a club called Shampoo that's no longer there. But it used to be the biggest club in Philadelphia. Okay. Like, uh, we used to do this... Uh, Sunday night that was like a teen party, pretty much like sixteen and up and holidays. Uh, the the regular room itself, the normal room was mm-hmm. like two thousand people was it, but they would open up either this back room or they put a tent out in the parking lot and they would do anywhere from eight to ten thousand. Wow, people. shit, that's a lot. You know, and then that's when they're bringing out Fat Man School mm-hmm. or right. they bringing you know yeah, kids, like they bringing event. out the big DJs yeah. or. Right. 
artists and, and things like that. So I got to see that. Uh, right. Phone parties, right. like all, yeah. all that stuff. Remember those phone parties? Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they're fun until you see all the foam go away and yeah. you see what's left over right. inside right. the phone. And somebody has a problem. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fun that mattered. That's yeah. <laughs> so, question. Why do they call it a dark night of festivals? Or nightlife, actually. The dark what? They call you the dark night of nightlife. Of nightlife. I have no clue. <laughs> I was reading up on you and it came up. That dark the, night. The, the, your title is mm. called the dark night of nightlife. Word. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm an introvert. I don't know. The dark night. But Something know. comes out at night or something that yeah. you don't even know about. Like, That's what his label has. Like Teen Wolf or some shit? Like, <laughs> I, um, you don't even know. You don't even know. Gotta look that up, I guess, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay. Nah, he wanna know. <laughs> we were trying to find out why. He's like, somebody got some pictures night. or something. I mean, maybe they they thought it sounded good. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from the DM, um, back in the days from the um, BMX biking, from mm-hmm. playing the band, yeah. So now <laughs> doing these big tours around the world. How's that feeling? It's amazing. Um. Like I said, I grew up in Jersey. I grew up in a small town in Jersey. Uh, probably not really famous for anything besides like it just being close to Philly. Like it's suburbs, and um, getting to the place I am now, mm-hmm. never could imagine it. Like I, I grew up playing drums. I played in right. bands and oh. traveled and, and toured with bands, but as a DJ. Um, being in the position I am now could have never told you that you know, right. 20 years ago. Yo, I'm going to be... It's, it's crazy. You say you play in a band and we had DJ CZ at one time. He played an instrument too, doesn't he? He does. What the hell was it? It was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a horn instrument. Yeah, horn. It was a saxophone. It was a sax, saxophone. Yeah, yeah. too sexy. Right, right, right. So like trombone. <laughs> trombone, yeah. No, it wasn't trombone. Was it tuba? Tuba. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, don't, I, I can't remember what I, it was. Yeah, I, I don't shit. know. I, it was one of those band camp. Right. Instruments. I mean, yeah, I we, was there. I played drums. We can find three band. more DJs on our band right now. Yeah, right? yeah, we'll start a rock band. You still, you play drums. You still practice your paradiddles? Uh, with my hands. I haven't, bro. I haven't you know, actually not... played a set in a long, 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 long time. Damn. And uh, I miss it, though. Like, I was about to buy an electric kit the other, like, a few months ago. Yeah, those are pretty ago. dope. They sound pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I was like, it wasn't too crazy, but I was just like, room. Yeah, they have some smaller ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably putting your backpack or something like that, but they sound pretty good. I played, I, when I was younger too, I tried and every once, I still have my drum pad. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was at the music store the other day, I was about to buy one just to and get the rudiments buckets, just start to get my hands right, right, and right. everything, but I, I probably should. It might be a stress reliever, know. you never yeah, know. Yeah, that, you know that I mean? too, it was, that's what it was for me too. Like, I always have my pad paired sticks with me when mm-hmm. I was playing all the time, just because... Just wanted to get faster and better, and that was part of it. Like those rudiments and, and right, right, and doing everything. So you want to tra- you want to um, battle Travis Barker? <laughs> I just seen a dope video with him the other day. Yeah, he's uh, insane, man. Yeah, he's, with the uh, yeah. with the Uzi joint, and he was playing to yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, he puts his whole body yeah. into that, into banging that that them drums, man. Yeah, he. he That's not easy. Him. What he does. That's why he's so fit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Not, it's not easy. The way he, I, you see how he hard he, how, body into yeah, you see yeah. how hard he hits that shit. Oh, if yeah. I show y'all a video of me when I used to play, like super skinny, I can't believe it's me. It don't even look like <laughs> me. Bro. 
Like well, if you 18. want, show, show us a video we can put in the podcast. Okay, I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah when I was yeah. 18, playing at a festival in Jersey, and like I'm 18, mm-hmm. and yeah, crazy. Like, so who is more important, the promoter or the DJ? For, for a party. A party. That's a loaded question. That's why we asked it. No. I've seen it two ways. You got the dopest DJ and the bad promoter. There's no party. You have a good promoter, a good promoter, and a bad DJ. People are there, but the party sucks. <laughs> right, right. We've been there too. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man. It goes hand in hand, depending on. It goes hand in hand, but I think. Um, especially in the, the, and this is something that I've been going through personally is like the DJ becoming the promoter because once like for, for example, in Miami, right, there's parties that are pushed because of the room they're in Mm -hmm. and the promoters that push it. And then there's parties that are pushed based on the DJ that's there. Like you have a Kelvin Harris or Mm -hmm. Tiesto, people are showing up. It doesn't matter who's promoting it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just like name, yeah. it's it's really a circumstantial situation. Right. You know who's a DJ I've been seeing a lot of lately? Um Gordo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, lately it's just like I mean, he's bet bro. He I mean it was cor- Carnage before, but like right, right. He, he's always been moving like since I've discovered him like right. and you know, he came out with the hip hop trap mm-hmm. side and then now is more on the, the house EDM right. deep house side and um you know he's kill every, every set I see him do kills it. No, yeah. yeah. Lately I just for some reason he's been popping up a lot mm-hmm. on my feed, just other people sharing his stuff or, you know, his bookings a lot of showing up, yeah. you know. But yeah, I every set I seen of him also he you know, he definitely yeah, always lit, lit. put some thought into it. He's not he's not up there, you know, shooting off the hip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what's it like being the official DJ for hip hop's biggest music music festival, it's dope, man. Um, I mean, the road to it, I think, is the road to getting to that point. Right, is like a cr- kind of a crazy story, but actually being here, um, it has its ups and downs because because of where I am, people come at me trying to get onto the festival. Of course. <laughs> and, like, that's not how it works. Right. And, like, they're like, yo, I'll work with you to get to here, and mm-hmm. that's not how it works. So, you know, getting through all those points, but, like, having that position to hold down the stage, to be on a stage in front of 40,000, 50,000 people, right. um, to have my input on who gets put on stages, um, you know, being watching the growth of the actual festival from the first day. The yeah, tell first us a show. story. Tell us the, the, the behind-the-scenes story. So, um, it, it started in 2010. Okay. Uh, where where I boy, my boy West Fifth, mm-hmm. I was his DJ um, in Orlando. That's how we met. Yeah. That's how we met. <laughs> and uh, Tarek and Matt were throwing one of their first shows at, uh, it's Celine now, it used to be called Vane back then yep. in Orlando and it was a currency show. So their idea was like, okay, we're new promoters in the market. How can we draw more eyes onto this show? Let's book another rapper that has some 
well, no, some buzz right. in the city. Mm-hmm. So they book Wes. And um, so we go do the show. Wes has a relationship with Currency already, so that was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Wes introduced me with Tarek. So Tarek and Matt are f- fresh b- to this this game of hip-hop promotion. Okay. And, okay. and their whole thing was they seen a void for underground hip-hop coming through Florida. Right. So a lot of people, if you pay attention to a lot of tours, big tours, small mm-hmm. tours, they skip over Florida because Always. you either have a day where you lose money coming into the state mm-hmm. or you have a day losing money coming out of the state. Um, so they got it where, you know, when they come through Atlanta, they're either going to come down and then go out and hit New Orleans or mm-hmm. vice versa, New Orleans down and go up and hit Orlando, Atlanta. So they would do Orlando, Tampa, Miami. So that's what this tour okay. was, Orlando, Tampa, Miami. All right. And we pretty much, that first currency run, we did the whole run with them, and it was dope. And I got the experience doing hip-hop tours and, right. and things like that. So eventually, uh, Tark was always kicking it with Wes and coming by the crib. And I asked Tark, I was like, yo, can I DJ for your shows? And at the time, they had DJ Demp. Okay. Doing a lot of their shows because okay. that was their home because they they were up in Tallahassee they okay. went to school in Tallahassee mm, so right. uh, Demp was actually a big cosign mm-hmm. for them with a lot of the rappers right. and Demp helped them a lot like there wouldn't be a Rolling Loud without DJ right. Demp yeah. if, if just so y'all know if you don't know who DJ Demp is he runs Tallahassee yes, like, yes. he he's the king of Tallahassee for sure yes so Demp was a big cosign to the guys and um, at the time he was doing a lot of the shows so. Uh, it was actually another, this probably might have been like a year later from that first Currency show, and I was like, yo, let me come and audition pretty much. So uh, I believe this show was at the Beecham, mm-hmm. and it was a Currency show. So I went on, opened it up, Dent went on, shut that joint down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Currency, so I talked to Target, I'm like, look, he's like, what do you think? He's like, all right, cool, this is what we're going to do. All the Orlando shows, you're going to be the opening house DJ. You'll DJ for the openers. You'll okay. keep the vibe up, everything cool. So from that day forward, I was the, at the time, the company was called Dopey and T. So whenever there was a show in Orlando, big, small, I'm I'm there bringing my equipment. Right. Make, Putting know, in the work. Putting yeah. yeah. that work in, right. Paying your dues. For the open. Yes. 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 But it also introduced me to a new genre of hip hop. This underground vibe, like it was always, there was always underground, but the new version of it, right? You know, the Denzel Curry's, the Rob Banks, mm-hmm. the Playboy Cardi, yeah. the the Lil Uzi, Twenty One Savage, right. like all these guys right. that you know that are big now. Back you know, then, they're they doing two hundred, three hundred cap rooms, right? And um, we were doing all their shows, so. That went on for like another three or four years, and then they came up with the idea for throwing a hip hop festival. Okay. Uh, based around that genre of hip hop. Right. And you know we had Rock the Bells, mm-hmm. and but Rock the Bells was like a. It was older guys. Older like, guys, like, hip hop. Right. Like old school yeah, stuff like that. That culture the wasn't classic, necessarily right, right. like. That culture wasn't necessarily booming for their crowd base right. and their family. Yeah, it was a younger crowd. Like they so. appreciated it. Right. But it wasn't what they were listening right. to. Right. Yeah. They were listening to Schoolboy Q's right. and Travis right. Scott's and ASAP right. Ferg's yeah. and ASAP Rocky. 
So, throw the first one, I believe it was in the March of, or February of 2015, mm-hmm. in Wynwood, torrential pour down, rain, like, flooded, everything that could go wrong, <coughs> went, went wrong. wrong. Yeah. You know, um, guys got their pretty much everything into this show, mm-hmm. and, you know, as soon as doors opens, like, the worst rain Miami has seen in the last, like, 20 years. <laughs> Came like, through. And literally, the flood, like, the water is flooding the venue. They have two stages that are supposed to be outside. One big stage inside and another smaller one inside. Mm-hmm. So, we're running... My job was to run one of the smaller stages outside. Can't do that because it's pouring. So, we're running back-to-back artists inside. Back-to-back. So, there's no downtime on no the downtime, stages. right, right. Crazy. People are still pulling up, though. Pulling up. Oh, uh, eventually, I want to say around uh, seven or eight, the rain stops. We were able to open up the stages outside, and then it was just like amazing. Right. Like the show, everyone loved the show. Everyone had a good time, and it it made its impact. It, but it didn't. That show was like the test to see like if people rock with it, and people rocked with it, and. Then the next year, we did it again, and right. then that was the one. That was the second year, we did it at Mana, and the it was just like all the stars aligned with that show because of the lineup mm-hmm. had Future as the headliner, Dope. and that was the year Future dropped four wow. projects, four right. or five projects in one year. So he's right. like literally he's the hottest. Yeah. Yeah. But they booked him like the year before, yeah. so it was like yeah, it, was it was already like pre-planned. Yeah. Yeah. pre-planned, right? Sold that one out. Boom. Next year, Bayfront. Mm-hmm. That was like 40,000, 45,000. Yeah, Park, yeah. I mean, if you look at the... So that one was the one that put us on the map. Like, that was the one where the world... Found out. They knew about it, yeah. So you're talking about um, Kendrick Lamar performing The Damn Project, mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky, Lil Wayne, Travis Scott, Post Malone, um, Tentacion. I think mm-hmm. that was his first performance after getting out of jail. Um, was that the one where he was going at Drake? Uh, maybe. Maybe. That was like the one like where he... Um, I think he was running barefoot, I think. But that's the all the shows. <laughs> that was like all the shows. Yeah, uh, rest in peace to him, man. Yeah, yes. Rest in peace, yes. Yeah, facts. He was, a, he was a young legend, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, for he definitely sure, had a, a path, man. It's terrible, you know, oh, amazing transpired. Dude, bro. Yeah. Like, multi-layered, amazing dude. Yeah. Like, Bro, he put his heart on every touch that stage. Yeah. His heart in it. Um, who else was? I mean, it was just future. Like uh, Migos, when mm-hmm. um, "Bad and Bougie" is the biggest song in the world, wow. and they had to move them from the inside stage to the bigger stage You're outside saying, because so big. the comp the couldn't fit that many people. Right, bro. right. Like just the the star. Like when I say the stars align. Hip hop's like the big. Through. It's right. just like, and then we're here with all of that in one place for for everyone to come see. Dope. And then it just then we started doing out of the the other states. How many cities do you guys do now? This year coming up, twenty twenty three, I think it'll be eight, eight okay. shows. So we'll do Miami. Well, we start in L A. That'll be our first show uh, at the SoFi Stadium parking lot. Okay. Um. Do Thailand. This will be our first show in Thailand. Damn, we're going to Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, a shout to DJ Uno and DJ Buddha out mm-hmm. there. They helped put that together. Uh, then where we at? We go from there. We normally do our South by Southwest show. Mm-hmm. Then July kicks in. We go over to Europe. We're doing the Netherlands, Portugal, and we just announced Germany. So oh. Germany will be our first time there. Uh, then we'll come back here to Miami. Then I believe it's New York. Mm-hmm. I think we're done. I think yeah, that's a lot. Right, <laughs> I think right, New York was the last to... one this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, New York was the last one this year. Remember that? Yeah, dope. That's a that's an amazing story, man. Yeah. So just well, part of just to say that was just me staying down, being with those guys. Yeah, those guys won. were loyal to me. Right. I was loyal to them. Um, what a lot of people don't understand too is just like uh, one of the things that solidified it for me was that first out of out of state show we did. Mm-hmm. So I hit Tark when they announced, "Yo, we're doing a show in the Bay Area, right?" So I hit him. I'm like, "Yo, uh, am I cool to come out for that show?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you're on it. We need you out there. Cool." So don't hear from him. Don't hit him up about it. Book my flight. Book my hotel. Showed up. Yeah. Show up. Show. That's Bro, it. Bro, I'm like, I'm at my hotel and I just like, for some reason I had like time to kill. So I just like walked from my hotel to the site and this is like the Thursday before the show. Right. And I'm walking. He calls me. He's like, yo, where are you at? And I'm like, in in the Bay. He's like, oh, I need you for the show. I'm like, I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> he's right. like, all right, cool. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's just like those things of, um, a lot of people don't understand they want everything handed to them. They don't... Don't wait for that phone call. You show yeah, up. Yeah, man. Right. Like, right. when you hear a lot of these stories about people getting into these positions because they go over and beyond right. doing the work. Right. Like, it, it, that's what it's about. Like, helping people build you. Help people help you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, that's why we appreciate you coming through and, and, and sitting down and talking with us. I you know what I mean? Definitely. So tell us about your, your Rolling Loud radio show on, on Hip Hop Nation. Well, I used to have a show. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> but I, I can talk about it, though. It was uh, Shout to Ron Mills, uh, Hip Hop Nation. So it was a show. Uh, we had a partnership with Hip Hop Nation and Sirius XM. Okay. Uh, that show pretty much ran pretty much through COVID, which was dope, man. I had a uh, Saturday night. I think it was 10 It was definitely Saturday. I heard on Saturday Yeah, night. 10 to okay. 12, yeah. man. And like it was just like a free range. Play that Rolling Loud music, doing interviews. Mm-hmm. Um you know, got to got introduced to a lot of dope inter, uh, artists through right. the show. Forty two Doug, I got to interview okay. early on. Um, Spot him, got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simba, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't really. Uh, my boy connected me with Simba, and I wasn't too familiar with him. He had a song with uh, Two Chains out. I forgot the name of the song, but interview him and like, bro, like the way he talked about music, his sound, everything, right. and mm-hmm. pff, like I already knew where he was going with it. So. Yeah. Tough uh, experience. Yeah, but yeah, I just love I loved having that show. I want to get it back soon. So. Right, right. <laughs> That's dope. Um, tell us about how you got up with um Shake the Block. Shake the Block. Okay. So uh shout out to Bobby Trends, Jeff, the whole Shake the Block family. Shake the block. Shake the block. I love that yeah. fucking drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> it's a dope drop. Yeah. Bobby followed me, I would say like three or four years ago, right? And I uh, followed him back, and like you know, he was tied in with Khaled, and uh, uh, and that. I said he was part. Yeah, he was the best. Yep. 
And uh, a lot of that comes from Flex and those right, guys. Right, right. Pit Bull. The circle, right, yeah. Right there, yeah, it's all right? circle. Yeah, so... Um, I, I want to say, like, a few months ago, uh, I've been connected with a DJ Effect in Miami. Okay. And he was telling me he did just joined Shake the Block as well, and they're building out Shake the Block Miami. And right. he was talking to Bobby about me. And um, Bobby was familiar with me, so... Uh, Bobby came into Miami, went and sat down with him, and like our minds and the way we thought about DJing and how uh, to move and and just politics, all all the stuff that go into mm-hmm. DJing was right. in line, and it was like it felt like family. So that's pretty much how it happened. Just went and sat down with Bobby. Yeah, it was like, more of a conversation, not an interview. Like right. yeah, yeah. yeah, like we just just clicked mm-hmm. and um and everything he wants to do uh moving forward with Shake the Block and right. building it out and and um you know putting energy in the positive doing positive things right. and not just in the DJing thing in the community around, yeah. and, and, and everything so, that's dope that's dope and um you know I went up uh I mean that solidified then when I went to New York right. it was just like he introduced me to all the other guys out there right. and it's just amazing so dope, dope. What are your thoughts about female DJs? Love female DJs. Are there any on the show? On the La- Rolling Loud show? show, yeah. Um, so we don't necessarily book DJs for the festival. We book DJs the for after parties. Our, well, for our our. It's called the Loud Club. It's pretty Loud much Club. the okay. bottle sections okay. at the oh, festival. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So, uh, cause like there's tiers. There's like your GA, then there's VIP. Right. People sometimes get confused. Like when they buy their VIP ticket, right. they think they're getting into the bottle section. Oh, okay. That's yeah. called Loud Club. Yeah. Um. So I definitely love female DJs, women DJs. Uh, I try to book as many women DJs as possible that can hold it down. Right. When uh, when I uh, book out or book out for Rolling Loud. Um, yeah, a friend of mine handles the. The Duce tent. Yeah, okay. You know, I don't know, uh, Drenstar. Not familiar, but, but he handles the Duce. He does all the Rolling Louds, travels. Okay. He's there, but anything Duce. Got it. He got that on his back. He's he's the one for it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, good. they're a big sponsor. Yeah, uh, and I do see us. DJs inside their tents yeah. all the time. Yep. So that's what you would book them for. Well, no, not for the Duce one. That's that's Duce. their own. Yeah, because yeah, okay. like, they'll have like a Duce lounge at the right, stages right, right. where the artists come and yep. drink. Right. Uh, they book that, but like the loud club, some activations I do book personally. Okay. But when it comes to the loud club, we definitely, um, you know, we we try to book, we try to book by the market we're in. So we try to get gotcha. some, the you know the familiar, the best, right. the, the best, the best of the best club the best. DJs, right, right. And, you know, in the market, the Dope. people we we lock in with. Um, not always easy because, and then it's limited too. It's, you know, there's only so much time yeah, and slots yeah, and, yeah. and budget and everything. Right. So we try to, I try to mix it up every show. But well, that's dope that you're showing love to that city. You know what I mean? You're yeah. Those, and that, those that's people, that opportunity way. to come out and, and show what they got type yeah, of thing. Because I get hit up all the time by DJs and about performing at right. the festival. And I'm like, I, I really about don't that. have any... Yeah. Like without giving you my job, right, I really right, don't have any right, position. Right. No, of course, of course. And uh, but that's where I can place DJs, right, and show love and, and support back, and uh, have them be a part of the festival, in uh, in that way. So yeah, so it's not 
So DJs know it's not that you don't want them to do the festival. It just just doesn't work that way. Yeah, it don't. Just need to to understand so, it. You know, it's business. Yeah. That's so what happens is though is when we book DJs, the crowd is there for live performance. So like right. when you're there, like we booked a DJ and they're waiting for Lil Tekka. They're right. not. It, it don't go over too well. Right, right. Yeah, no. They want. They yeah. they want who they came to see. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't want the DJ. They want the artist. They want. Yeah. The, yeah they they want, want. They want to see him, not right. hear him. Right. Like, right. Yeah. So yeah. So question. I am. You know, we we come from different states all the time, but we based right now in Orlando. Yeah. You ever see that festival coming to Orlando? Rolling Loud. No. Or anything smaller than that? Um. Maybe like. So when you look at how we do our festival, right. it's regional. Mm -hmm. So southeast, gotcha. northeast, we used to do Bay, LA, and we made LA bigger, and then so now it's covering the whole. Just calling yeah, it the so West people Coast. travel from yeah, yeah, right, of, right, right, yeah. Um, and we feel though, like if we start doing festivals and all these yeah, like, no, markets gonna, too gonna, close, it's, it's just value. like, yeah, it's like, yeah. yo, why would you come to Miami if you can go to Orlando? Right. If you live in Orlando right. or if you live in Atlanta. Right. So it's just like, if we're going to, we're going to keep it regional. Um, doing small, like we do these things called pre-rolls and, okay. and, and um, we'll, you know, team up with like clubs or mm -hmm. shows. Like we, we still do our touring also. Okay. So like you'll see it, it's not Dopey and Team or it's Rolling Loud Presents. Mm -hmm. We'll still do touring with artists, you know, same same idea, Orlando, Tampa, right. Miami, okay. and um, so that that's a representation. Um, you know, we do pop ups like we do a, a smaller show at South by Southwest, mm -hmm. uh, where we book a lot of the up and coming artists, right. and uh, then we'll have like a couple bigger names to headline those shows too yeah so pretty much any artist that, that wants to come up or is up and coming they got to go through south by southwest yes and no um that's a good outlet it, though, it doesn't yeah. like it, it doesn't hurt but i think uh south by for a lot of the well a lot of the more established artists it's lost its value right um for the up and comings for sure uh, come, going to South by is, I think, a big part. Um, networking, yeah, maybe. networking. Uh, even if you're a new artist like that, that's already signed. It's part of like that going through that process. Yeah. So all the A and R's right. and the everybody's the, in the town, agents right. and, and yeah. all of them get to see you perform and and connect and like you said, networking. Mm, dope. So, tell us about your Twitch show. Twitch. <laughs> you have a Twitch show? Uh, well, too busy to do a Twitch show? No, nah, I, I procrastinate on my <laughs> Twitch show. That's the the <laughs> issue. Like I, I, I'll set it up. I did it like once or twice, and then mm -hmm. like I can never stay consistent. I, like I'll set it up, I'll play, and I'll get people on, then they'll leave, and then they come on, and it's just like I want that instant gratification. Yeah, no, yeah, people, it's one of those you gotta like, build it up. Yeah, yeah but it's 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 in my my. My to do for to do the twenty twenty three is right. to be consistent on Twitch, and and I got uh, us too. Things. We like, just opened an account last night. Yeah. Right, right. It's like eventually we we'll get there. Yeah, but it's like it's one of those things where everyone tells me you just gotta keep doing it. No matter if no one's on there, yeah. Just keep doing it, push it, prom keep promoting it, and they will come. <laughs> yeah, same way you was carrying those vinyls, right? Yep. It's same thing, same concept. You just put the work in and it'll pay itself off. Exactly. Do you, what's your fondest memory of the, of the festival, of the 
Rolling Loud Fest? Is there one memory that sticks out? Um, I think finishing our second year show, mm-hmm. uh, the one that was in um, Mana, because that one, the one that was in Wynwood, the second year, mm-hmm. that was our first two day show. Okay, and it was just like. It's one of those things. It's like every show. Like we right. start the show and everyone's hype and ready. Then you you're going through the show. All the artists are getting there. It's just you're moving. Everything doesn't stop until literally the the light, the lights go out right. and it's go home. And like when you finish a show, it's like yo, everything we planned worked out. It, it, it happened. Right. Everyone's happy. We get to do it again. <laughs> Right. Like you know, we um. How big is that crew? It used to be very small, mm-hmm. and it's it, got, it has gotten a lot bigger over the years. It used to be very, very, very core. Like uh, I'm trying to think when I so when I was living here, Tark was living here also, but like everyone else, like the main office was down in Miami. Mm-hmm. I moved to Miami. Tark moved to Miami, and I think in the office, and this is like a year. Four, so it was like 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. So this might have been our fifth year. Um, our core team in the office might have been like six people, oh, six, wow. seven people putting together a huge festival. Right, right. And uh, everybody had a part though. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's literally when, when we're doing our festivals, it's all hands on board. If you got a skill, you're using it. Right. Like, you know, it's no laziness. It's no, no yeah. that ain't my job. No, it's like, yeah. Everybody's job. You see something wrong, you fix you it. Fix like, it right. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm the DJ, but like, I'm over here, yo, the, the graphics wrong. I'm going to go get my Photoshop, bust right. it open, and, and get busy and right. send right. it in. Like, making sure. No, absolutely. Everybody got to kick in. That's how it works out. Is there is there a song, like, a, what's your go to song to set the crowd off? There's a few. There's Boss by Lil Pump that always works. Um, uh, Mad Kid, City from mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick. And they're going to go bonkers. Yeah. Um, Finito mm-hmm. from Chief Keef. Um, I think anything Chief Keef gets yeah, that shit, so, right? You know Anybody I mean? not Love, Love Sosa is my favorite to play, though. Yeah, it's that, so, yeah, that, like, that's... that beginning, that intro, yeah. it's just, like, it's bubbling up. Right. Then a joint drop and they go crazy. Yeah, and they sing along. It don't matter if you in the back or you singing along. Right, love so sad. Like, yeah, and it's just like that build up, and you can just talk your shit the whole time while it's building up, and right. then that joint hit. Like that's one. That's literally one of my favorites to drop. Um, there's a whole bunch of new stuff too, like all the new Playboy Cardi. Yeah, and like the, the Uzi. You know all that that and it it's funny because like when I I come from playing in bands and, mm-hmm. and and rock bands and everything and it was like there they had mosh pit now it's just like it's the same thing because right. I went I was at some of these like metal festivals mm-hmm. back in the day and it literally the same thing the same culture actually right um and it's kind of amazing to see because like I like I remember going to rock the bells. And like nothing like that was going on. Everyone's like staring at the same spot, smoking a joint, watching. <laughs> like, yeah, that's chilling. it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was as rowdy as it got. Like 
throw your hands up. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, we throw, throw, throw your L's well, up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's an older crowd. You don't want to throw your hip out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, nah, this is, it wasn't that older. Like it was like I, re- I mean, I my I went to Rock the Bell 2008, um, and it was funny because Rage Against the Machine was the headliner mm-hmm. at um it was at Randall's Island, in New York, and um. Wu Tang, Rage Against the Machine, uh, Public Enemy, uh, Black Star, mm-hmm. but it was like a three three member. It was like a three set, so it would be right. like Talib came out did a set, Most Def came out did a set, okay. then they did a Black That's Star. Did. There was three DJ booths. That was dope. That's dope. That's real dope. That's real dope. <laughs> so everybody had their own DJ. Yeah, then, then they, they had, had high they tech. Black, yeah, yeah. Um, who else was on that set? That that show was amazing. I. I just all that hip hop in one. Oh, Cy- Cypress Hill. Yeah. Couldn't see this. We, we couldn't see this. Couldn't see him on stage. Oh, that smoke. <laughs> we, we were standing right. in the back. Couldn't see the stage. Um, that was my first trip solo to New York, too. <laughs> taking the tra- taking the train Trains and everything, everything, man. Like, I'm printing out. You got everything. lost? <laughs> nah, yeah. actually, I didn't. Um, I, I printed out everything. Uh, had the. Uh, the directions. What you train went by to yourself to the Rock No, no, I went with homies. Like okay. I, I bought all the tickets. Everyone paid me back, and we went. Like it was like four of us, and literally got off the train. People were just like, "Yo, got that perk, got that perk." Oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's it's, it's out in the open over there. But it's just like, um, nah. I remember that day. It was, that was an amazing day. Going, that was like going to that festival. I was going to festivals back in Philly too. Uh, Wu Tang was doing tours. They were doing. Yeah, a festival. It had uh, the him rock him. Uh, boot camp click. Mm-hmm. Uh, dang, I forgot who else was on that joint. But yeah, that that was dope. That was at the pier in Philly. I was I used to love going to hip hop right. shows. Like, so how many seconds do you have before you find out? Uh, artists running late, you got filling for them, or they don't, they don't show up. You got to change depends. the schedule. It depends. Sometimes I know a good amount of time ahead. You know, 30, 40 minutes. Sometimes it'll be like, "Yo, traffic, they ain't making it. Right. I need you at this stage." Then there's like, "Yo, um, so and so just got hemmed up. Need you at this stage." <laughs> he so was you got, coming so, up. So you got your own golf cart then? Yes. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo. Uh, the the worst is when I need to be at two stages at the same time, and I'm like, how, how does that happen? Somebody uh, short not showing up. Yeah, not showing up, or sometimes because so when you look at the festival and the layout, mm-hmm. right? We have a capacity, so you can't have um, dead stages, and that's right. part of the whole thing. Is like, right? You we have you know three four stages for a reason so you don't have everybody at one big stage right, and right. it becomes a fire hassle so you need to spray it out so if you have a dead stage fire marshal will be like tripping right like, yeah right. we need somebody on this stage right now they're so, deep in there too yeah so they're deep it's a safety thing as right. well as um you know keeping the vibe up because you know you might be waiting there expecting to see an artist well just listening to house music now nah, we're gonna turn it up Y'all gonna... Oh, of course. Yeah, give them something to... They pay good money. They want... They want exactly. A, some sort of a show. You know what I mean? Or hear the music they want to hear. They don't want to hear Apple music playing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? They want to hear the interaction of, of having a DJ up there. And that's part of my job also is like the playlist that plays between the artists because 
what'll happen is we had an issue like this before at a show at the our second rolling loud where I already know what it is. Me too, I think. I know what it is. You had a DJ and he played music from the artist I was about to perform. Well, well no. Well oh, okay. Well, no. So this is uh Future's about the headline, but mm-hmm. he's running a little late and the front of house guy is trying to play music and instead of so like a hip hop crowd, especially our hip hop crowd mm-hmm. at Rolling Loud is super picky. Right. And like antsy. So like they want that energy. They want to be entertained. If not, that's when you really have the it's like idle hands. Right. 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 So they start playing like this weird house music that no like it's not even commercial house music. It's like some obscure music. And like they just start booing and throwing shit like crazy. (laughs) And so like that's what you don't want. Right. Um, and then there's the other side of playing the artist music that's performing. Performing the night. Yeah. Right. So, which happens a lot of times because um, not not DJs because we tell them ahead of times, but like the artist DJ try, gets their shine. So they'll do like that quick oh, five minute. Right, right, right. While their artist is getting ready to come on stage. And, and they're playing know, a record that and, artist is about to perform. Yeah, it's like, next. yo, Sheck West is about to go on right after you. Right, Why are y'all playing? The right. biggest song, yeah. 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 Like, so, but they don't think that or know that. So, right. but, uh, so that's why I do like a playlist in between the sets so that, you know, front of house guys aren't just playing a Spotify playlist that has half our artists on it. And so I can pick music, I can pick brand new music, up and coming artists okay. that I think are dope in each market. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm playing the go-tos that aren't booked on the festival. So it's just a playlist that goes through. But my favorite part about that is being able to play artists that I either personally rock with in the market Mm -hmm. or that I just see are buzzing and people are rocking with that aren't on the festival and put it in that playlist. And I get DM'd all the time from artists like, yo, did you put my music in? I'm like, yeah. It was like, yo, thank you. Like, they're getting tagged. Right, right. Do you have... um relationships with DJs in each market where you reach out to them and be like, yo, who's the top five artists there right now? Yep. Let me get that music. And, yep. and So that's dope. Yeah, definitely uh, reach out like New York, right? My boy DJ Stax mm-hmm. holds me down, bro. Like, right. You wouldn't even imagine. You know, I'll just ask, yo, who's buzzing? Like, he give me the list. Right. Um, you know. So from from your start from Orlando, who you call for Orlando for their artists? For Orlando artists, I'll be talking to Wes a lot because he be tapped in on it. Um, the crazy part, Wes is not even a DJ. Yeah. But, he knows, but he's tapped into it. But yeah, he just knows the, the artists. He's right. in the he's streets. That's the crazy part. That's the reason why I asked this question. I'm asking a DJ who really started his start in Orlando. You know, you're from South it's Jersey, okay. but you have to call an artist to find out who's the hottest person in the city. Yeah, I talked to DJ Prank Stishi. Okay. Yeah, he's a, a dope DJ. I heard, I heard him. Yeah. Yeah, Prank. I talked to Prank a lot. Yeah, he's um, a he's a real real good guy, too. Real nice guy. It's funny because a lot of the DJs that I normally talk to, they don't they they're they live in Orlando, mm-hmm. but like don't DJ that much in Orlando anymore. So it's right. like it's interesting if you ask for that like for Orlando specifically. Cause like even with like nice one right like right. I see nice one more in Miami than I do when I right. come up here, um, nasty and I don't know like I 
I wonder is, is the question is too is like are the DJs in Orlando tapped in with the artists? Honest. Like, there I think there there are That's certain the DJs. There's a whole conversation. There's a whole other conversation. There there are certain DJs I know, um, like consistency and mm-hmm. and those guys like that are tapped in with the artists, but. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a thing. Like, and I don't know if the Orlando artists necessarily, well, at least on the mainstream side of club hip hop, are connected on that side. But like, I'll go, you know, like to Beecham or go anywhere, like, and they start playing the local stuff, like, and mm-hmm. club going crazy, right, singing right. every word here and everything. So that's good to know. That's good to know. Talk to me about your record label, Sick World Music. Talk so that, that that came out of necessity. <laughs> um, I started putting together records with different artists I messed with, mm-hmm. and I needed a label to release it through. So I came up with Sick World Music. Uh, came out of you know the midst of COVID, so it's a sick right. world. And, right. Um, I started putting out records. I had time, and uh, started sending out records to artists I messed with, getting them back, putting them out, um, shooting videos. And, going through that whole process. How's that going for you? I've uh, been a little slow on it recently, but it, it was good, man. Um, I got some records in the stash. I'm just <laughs> putting it, right. the big picture with, um, together. With Baby Boy Slime? Yes, Baby Boy Slime. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, I met him through, um, through SPK. Okay, yep. That's how yep. I met him. Yep, shout out to Baby Boy Slime. Homie, um... You have anything coming out soon or up and coming? Not, not, not lined up. I got a few records though. Um, little PJ at, uh, out of Atlanta. Um, got a record with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, OMB PZ. I got a record with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a few records. My advice to you: <laughs> don't hold them out too long. Yeah, don't hold nah, them out. Too nah, long. yeah. There's yeah, a lot of people who got good, good music in, in their laptop or in their. Your hard that drive, they never yeah, put out. Never put out. That's true. That's that. That's definitely true. Cause I, <laughs> you, know, you, have, you I always have, get that call like, "Yo, pull up, y'all yeah, got a yeah, bunch yeah, of records." Yeah, you have that like, label. Yeah. You got the platform. You got the name. Right. There's no reason for you to have music in your laptop, your hard drive, anywhere. That shit should be out. Stash. Play it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you don't want it, bring that shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it out. We'll put it out for you. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, waste no time. So we spoke to one of your friends, right? Okay. And he said to ask you, what do you think when you hear the words, light cardigan? <laughs> That's a whole story. That comes from uh, one of those uh, currency tour trips. Um, so uh, DJing for West <laughs> And uh, we went to, it was a bunch of us. Like, mm-hmm. uh, bro, it must have been like. 15 of us we had like an suv and like a car in a car took that joint down to miami um mind you it's like spring it's like march right so we did the show i dj'd at uh sobe live and it was like the after party uh the currency was booked okay so it's like our whole crew and it's wes's bro um 24k our homie right so 24k always been a little extra mm-hmm. so <laughs> he it mind you, it's like ninety degrees in Miami. He got this right. cardigan on. We walking down South Beach. Oh man! <laughs> and we're like, bro, why you got a a thick card? He's like, it's a light cardigan. It's a light cardigan. Yeah. It's not a thick one. No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> light cardigan. So 
the whole time. We're just like, oh, so you're wearing a light cardigan going in on him. And he walking down the street. He sees um, Rev Run's son. Um, Jojo. Jojo. And randomly bumps into him for no reason across the street. <laughs> So he crossed the street. He crossed the street just to bump into oh him with his like, like just doing weird <laughs> shit. So the whole, so I drive back. Like it was like, yo, it's time to go. Get in the truck. The whole way back, they crack. He sitting in the back seat. The whole entire truck's cracking on him about this light cardigan. It's like, yeah, that that's where that's. I wonder if he still <laughs> has it. Probably does, but like every time we see him light cardigan, like, <laughs> well, that's just, ninety that's, degrees shit. out. That's, that's a good. That's a good rap name. Like caught in, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> shit, shit might work out there. Shit, we're talking about West Fifth. You met West Fifth coming out of the club <laughs> with yeah. a pistol. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first yeah, hold, up, hold, up, hold up, Statue of Limitations. Yeah, 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 yeah. I looked it up. It's way past. Oh, okay, past. Way past. Right, so we good. We good. That we good. club ain't there no more. Like, yeah, way past, man. But yeah, some of them Orlando adventures, man. Right. So what's your what your, your opinion regarding like old school DJing with vinyl and then with the new Serato and, and the medium with stems and all that other stuff that's come out? Um Miss Vinyl? Yes and no. Like I like the idea of not being able to to grab my laptop, grab shoot now I'm moving around with just a thumb drive, plugging in the CDJ. So technology is great. Um, but I think that the basics and the basis of DJing still need to come from those things because right. it makes you a better DJ with the other technology. Right. So the technology makes life easier, but it's like, yo, I can still jump on the turntables, grab out the vinyl, cue it up, mm -hmm. do all the basics. And it, I think even in the, like the troubleshooting side of DJing, right? Like when it comes down the to the RCA's bad, yeah, like <laughs> or the needles need to get cleaned up, right? Oh, like, you gotta take the needles out and clean the um the connector. Yep. Yeah, so like I recently just re like refurbished my turntables like a couple weeks ago, redoing the RCA's mm -hmm. and everything, and just I I love like when I'm at home, I'm on, I have a pair of CDJs, but I love being on vine, like the feel of it, right, like right. at least on the Serato side. And um, I just love those basics. Like, I mean, I, I think at the point now where it's like every all the guys that were fighting against getting Serato, like, it's over with. Like, no, yeah. I understand that, but I feel like if you're going to DJ, learn on vinyl first. Or mm -hmm. learn with at least turntables before you get to the actual CDJs or anything yeah. else after that, you know? And, and, and nothing wrong with, I mean, yes, it's easy to pick up. It's easy for the laptops. Yeah. Well, it's easier. But if you're gonna become, you're gonna put that, that word DJ in front of your name. Learn about the DJ. Well, you know what I'm saying this, I think this goes into that part with the mentorship and the, mm -hmm. the you know any kid can go literally to like you can go to Best Buy now probably get a DJ setup like as long as you got a computer right. and the internet you can figure it out. Um, and there's dope young. I, mean, I met this DJ today mm -hmm. from uh, I think it was, I want I want to say Germany but I can't remember. He was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. That shit, that boy beating the shit at turntable. But you know, like, it's also like you said in Germany, they got a whole different respect for hip hop over there. But he's twelve you years old. I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. He probably sitting there yeah. and going like this all, all day, day. Oh, that's all he got. from school. Mm -hmm. That's all he got. And 
but that's how you build a craft. It's not mm-hmm. just like everyone wants to be the superstar. They see the DJ, they were like, okay, I can do that. I can make a dope playlist. But it's all the different aspects that you learn being a DJ from the right. experience, from mentorship, mm-hmm. reading crowds. Right. Yo, like it, it's kind of crazy when I have when I when I try to explain to people about reading crowds and like how it's kind of like that's your main job. Yeah. It, like, yeah. like you got one job. job. You got one job. Like looking at people and mm-hmm. seeing that person probably likes this type of music. So mm-hmm. let me try this and and seeing if they how the reactions in the room are mm-hmm. and 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 pulling energy out of people. Like those parts are the the part that a lot of newer DJs I want to say are missing. Like they want to play the hits because the hits are always going to get the reaction. That's easy. But like I'm not playing the hits at eleven o'clock. No. <laughs> But that's the conversation we always have is yeah. being the opening DJ is the hardest part of the night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you have to keep everybody there. Yep. And you got to keep people coming in. You got to keep people at the bar buying drinks, getting them ready so the closer could come in and play the radio jams and the hits. But you're the opener, and that's that's the hardest job. Uh, being the opener is sometimes easier because or more fun for me. Well, you get a wider range of music you yeah. can play. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I'm not limited. Like right. it's not right. like you're limited as the head. I play a, when I'm headlining. I play a lot of the stuff I play as an opener just right. because like I like it's a vibe. Especially right. now, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lack of like big hits, right. yeah. big room movers. But a lot of the songs are short expansion now. That too. So it's like you yeah, got a minute and a half song. <laughs> you got to run Literally. through them. You know, hook, hook verse hook. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, it. songs turned into dancehall songs because dancehall songs when you when you juggling right, right. Is what they call it, you play the first verse, the hook, and you out. You yeah. you into the next. Yeah, I mean they're you know made I mean? for DJs, I guess, in that yeah. in that sense. But but yeah, there's no like playing all like the that two thousands music right. right now. For but it's, me is the it's crazy because um, what Craig just said right now, the first DJ I was seen doing that like he's playing the record, the first in the verse, mm-hmm. the hook. Was flex, right? Mm, yeah, and I used to study flex, like tape decks. Or, yeah, I think or, every, or everybody, like everybody. I, he, and when he I used to play, then when I used to play out here like that, people were mad at me. Oh, that we cut the record too quick. Right. Well, motherfuckers, I do shit right now. Y'all doing that shit right yeah. now? Yeah. For the past maybe ten years. Yeah. So well, I was doing back in the early nineties, mid nineties, whatever. Right. Y'all doing that shit right now, and y'all were mad at me. <laughs> Same. Hey, let's just keep it a buck. Same way. How everybody was mad at Ja Rule for singing. Yeah. And every, what everybody's everybody doing right now. Literally. Everybody's singing. singing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's just the way it is, man, unfortunately. Who's your biggest inspiration, like, DJ-wise? Oh, I was a huge, huge, huge DJ AM fan. Yeah. Like, I got to see him spend a couple times Dope. in um, Philly and Atlantic City. But, like, the things he would do with a record... Um. And song songs that aren't supposed to be played together. Yep, his mashups were yeah. like, bro, like timing, all mm. that stuff. And I got I have a few homies that were really friends with him. Okay, and like they just they they were like, bro, you, like the stuff he would do would blow your mind. Yeah, blow your mind. And like I I big fan of him, Jazzy mm. Jeff, obviously being mm-hmm. in Philly. Um, you know. Uh, it's kind of cool now because where the position I'm in and some of the clubs I write, I get to play with a lot of the guys that I look up to. Right. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Like DJ Vices and um, DJ with Fashion. Um, yeah. A lot of these guys, DJ Scene, like 
like a lot of these, a lot of the the open format guys, I was a really big fan of. Right. Um, in that style of DJing. Yeah, AM was definitely a huge. I don't know if it, I don't want to say he maybe he did start the open format style. Of, yeah, he was the king you know, of open format. Yeah, doing Vegas clubs it. and, and yeah. nights and like pool even, parties, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. His like the documentary, like they talk about like how he was coming in and mixing, you know, eighties with now that time. Yeah, he's playing like Guns right. N' Roses yeah. acapellas with. Yeah, you know what I mean. He and was just like these rooms and doing these parties, and then you know now the big clubs are paying the big bucks and. Yeah. Him mm-hmm. leveraging that for his homies to get booked over right, at these right. places. He did Crazy. his job. Yeah. He did absolutely did his job. Is there a single night out that you've been that's like a concert or something that's memorable? I know you said Rock the Bells. Yeah, Rock the Bells is memorable. Um, man. I remember going to see Ghostface. Um, I mean, like, the moments at even some of the moments at uh Rolling Louds. Like I remember being I think it was the Bay Area mm-hmm. show and X performed and it was like all the homies from El- from from Miami were there. Like, right. So it's me, there um so DJ Scheme, okay. who was X's DJ. Right. Um this was like one of his first festival performances, I think, after his tour. Okay. And um, so he was like, yo, come up there. Um, and I was like, yo, I, I got all his music on my laptop. I bring mm-hmm. my laptop up there. So we set it up. Denzel Curry's up there already. So before X comes out, mm-hmm. like we're just playing music for the crowd. And just play so literally Denzel's pretty much DJ. <laughs> right, right, right. He's like, yo, play this. All right, cool. Play that. Play that. And then like X comes out, is doing the set. I think that set, like he was talking to the crowd more than he was yeah. actually Performing. like before. Performing. I think he did like right. four or five songs. Then he climbed the uh the rap uh, up the into raptors, the raptors yeah. and the fire marshal shut the stage though. But before that, it was just like, it was crazy because I'm looking around. It's like all the guys that we came up with doing these small tours and they were shows. In like Orlando, a full circle Tampa. moment. Yeah. It's just like, and we're on the complete opposite coast right. of the country. That's it's pretty crazy. dope. We got, I got one too, too that <laughs> Judah probably remember. We had went to How Can I Be Down. You ever heard of How Can I Be Down? <laughs> nah. <laughs> all right. So there was Jack the Rapper back okay. then. Th- these were like, so then it was how can I be down? I still got my badge. I believe it was ninety six. I still have mine. I somewhere. think it was ninety six. I, I can remember. I think it was ninety six. So we went to how can I be down? Right. So what do we do? We go to a Luke party <laughs> in Miami, right? Go to this Luke party. Luke got the girls up on stage. They doing their thing. Um, Tyson Beckford was on stage. I don't know if you remember that. Okay. Right. This one I'm on top of the speaker with the camera. I jumped down. Maybe, but this is... Keep on going, yeah. So Tyson Beckford's on the stage. Luke got the girls doing what they do to Tyson Beckford. Right? They go to... This is vivid. They go to take off Tyson's shirt, right? Believe it or not, he had a bulletproof vest on. All right? So they take off his shirt. Tyson Beckford... This is pre-50 style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Way before this, you know what I mean? It's 90s. It's 96. Right. They ain't no no 50 yet. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So he was was way ahead. But if you watch his... uh, uh, thing on uh, was it on TV One? Um, I forgot what it's called. But anyways, he was part of the shower posse in New York. I didn't know that, right? So then now it makes sense to me, right? So whatever, having a good old time, got this Luke show going on, right? We, living it, right? 
somebody starts shooting in the club, right? You remember that? Mm -hmm. That's uh, <laughs> exactly. That was, that was the old dirty bastard and um, Akinelli beef. Oh shit! Right, right, right. That was the, uh, right. I was the top of the speaker. I, I was and I was I had the big ass camera camera calls back there. Yeah, right. The big motherfuckers. Yeah, because was, was it? I think Akinelli was on stage. Too, yeah, I was on stage. Yeah, right. He was performing. Um, he had the lollipops put, coming out. Put it in your put, mouth. Put it in your put mouth. Put right. in your mouth. So this is Luke Akinelli. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Because right. the song, remember, Akinelli was hot that year. Yeah. He right. had two songs. He had. Put in your mouth and, um, and fuck, fuck me, me for, for free. free. Right. So he had a lollipop, and one side say fuck me for free, and one side say put, put it in, in your mouth. mouth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Dope promo shit he had going yeah, on. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a whole different so promo shit. Behind was, stage, there was a beef between Old Dirty. Because remember, Old Dirty was coming out throughout the whole event, back and forth. But yeah, he can't stay still. So. He can't stay nah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so recipes of Old Dirty. Right. But it was a beef between Akinelli and Old Dirty Bastard, and that reminds somebody me. started shooting, and all you hear, and yo, all I can see is the camera like this. You can see he just dropped. <laughs> I think somebody said that footage. I don't. I don't have it. Damn, I don't got it. I either. gotta find that footage though. I have a lot of footage somewhere. Yeah. I got. I got camera. You know the old school camera rolls. Yeah. I still haven't even developed. Yeah, I got some of those oh, too. Word. I, I, got, I, got I need about, to send those. In. I got about twenty or thirty of those. Still. I need to just send those in. I don't know what's in those motherfuckers, but I'm a little nervous too about what's nah, in mine. Like especially right now with the um, fifty years of hip hop, like right. the anniversary. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. 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 I let the world see. Yeah, yeah a lot I, of I pictures know. in there. That I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I think before Trez was a thing, it was already happening. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to talk. That's oh, a whole no. other. We're we going to just bleep this shit out. Uh, just a disclaimer, I, I love my wife. All right, just going to go straight He's, disclaimer. Yes, <laughs> this yeah. is early 90s. Early, right, yeah, way early 90s, you know what I mean? <laughs> just don't want to date ourselves either, but let's just put that disclaimer out there. Any, <laughs> any upcoming crazy. DJs you have your eyes on? Because you know, at one point you might have to step off that DJ and thing for a little bit and have somebody else. Yeah. Um man. Homie DJ Recky's fire. I just linked with him. Um he's a producer, DJ. Mm -hmm. Uh he comes from uh, Fetty Wobs click. Okay. I've been with them for a minute. He's from Jersey um, then. Yeah. From Jersey. Yeah, he out in Miami now doing his thing, bro. He's dope. Mm -hmm. Um Nikki Riz from New York's dope. Mm -hmm. Trying to think who the young guy because everyone's just like that. That's why I don't see a lot. Like when I came up, especially like when I uh, was coming up in Orlando, it was a, like a group of us, right? That were like in, in that same market. Like we're the up and coming DJs right, under right. you guys. Like it was the um. And I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm just missing it, but I don't really see it as much. Maybe because I'm in Miami too. Because when I came to Miami, I was the new guy. Yeah, right. And everyone else has been in that market for 10 plus years. Right, right. So we've spoken to, um, to Nice and Austinist, and mm -hmm. they were, I guess, the next generation. Right. And then they were telling us about the new generation right now, which is like the DJ Crush. Yeah, Crush. DJ yeah. Jax. Right. And now Boogie and stuff like that. That's mm -hmm. the next generation. Yeah, I think I call. I, I had this conversation before, and I call it a, your DJ class. Right. So, like, like us, freshman. us and, and, and our time, right? Our time. <laughs> Let's say 90s. ours was... 2000s? Uh, early 2000s? Nasty Khaled, Pro Style. So, it, these were the DJs that was yeah. popping. It was me, Nasty. Oh, I'm sorry. Me, Junebug, right? Jesse Jazz. It was Nasty, <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> nasty, yeah, yeah. Caesar, Khaled, um... Pro style, 
we were the ones that were doing the real main parties. And then we had Heavy Sounds, too, that you you probably don't disco. know. Well, Disco, oh, yeah, he's an OG for sure. He was before us. He's before let's us. Just yeah, keep he was it us. Let's yeah. keep it 100. He, yeah. the Super Sundays, he was he was doing it way before us. Um, and we were doing our, you know, our private parties at, at that time. That's our DJ class, right? Um, and then after that... Was it, was it Mario Caesar? Mario Caesar. Um, right, Chino. Chino and the crew. Chino, yeah. Strong. Um, Right. This one came afterwards. This yeah, one came after. After, that. after, right. after. So yeah, I think there's a, there's always a class that you kind of come up with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So call it like a graduating class, I guess right. you could say. A, a lot of talent from Orlando. That's one thing I say. Right, a lot of talent. Yeah. DJs and producers, I, a lot of talent. So yeah. when I moved here from Philly, that was something that I was kind of worried about because I'm in Philly. I'm boy, I got right. badass DJs in Philly. Right, yeah. right. Like crazy. So I'm going out any night of the week, and it's cuts. It's I mean, they getting busy. Right. So coming out here, what I did was I looked on um, all the radio stations. My at the time, it's MySpace. So like the top eight. So I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, nasty Chino, D Strong, okay, Disco, all right, mm-hmm. cool. So I'm figuring out kind of like who, not knowing who's who at all, but just right. like right. these are the people that are with the radio station at least, right? And, right. and in the clubs and everything. So when I finally got to meet people and then see the mix and I was like oh okay M Squared M Squared was probably the first DJ I got to see out here and he was murdering it like yeah, he's always. still murdering murder. always yeah he's still murdering Mur- I like literally went up to him that night I'm like yo um, you know from Philly like bro you are disgust like disgusted then I got right. to see Q45 mm-hmm that like Chino. Well, Q45 strong. was not from Orlando, right? No, no he's from Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, right. He was at Wisconsin. Yeah, Pat used to bring him down. Yeah. On yeah. Thursday, right, yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, like, I didn't know what to expect coming into Florida, pretty right. much, music wise. Well, the, the part, of, it's not about Florida, it's really Orlando. Yeah. And I always say this when it comes to the actual DJs, even the, the artists. Everybody comes out here, but they pass by the artists and DJs. They go from Orlando, New York, straight to Miami. Yeah. It's, like, it's like we're a big. Big pussy, we get <laughs> fucked and then everybody travels away. I mean, it's being, you think about it, and we and we have the biggest DJs, the biggest producers. Yeah, we have dude. the biggest artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just don't hear about the artists because there's a uh, uh, something's happening between the DJs and the, and the producers that they're not touching to with the artists that yeah. are actually from their city. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not supporting that. That's, it's not. You know what yeah, saying? it's not. I think part of it has to be they don't have to touch radio anymore. Right, right. And they don't have to go through that process to break in the clubs because... But even the biggest, even the artists that are actually big now, they record here. Yeah, they, they come record here. That's always been that. Yeah. They record the here. low-key spot. Low-key spot. So they record here, take their family out to, to see the mm-hmm. mouse and everybody else, <laughs> stuff like that. So it's just, it's just crazy that... Yeah. You know, but it's just like... When I moved to Orlando, it was a culture shock. I moved yeah. here at Classic Weekend. Oh, oh all weekend. Oh, so, all weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was in traffic all night. So, yeah, exactly. drove, drove down, right? Turned yeah. on the radio. It's Khaled. Yep. Premier, all we do, not all we do, is when um, I'm So Hood. I'm So Hood. I'm so the right. radio commercials are Trick Daddy, Plies, Rick right. Ross at the club. Yep. All yep. at one club. Right. You know, the next yep. one's, right. you know, Trina over here mm-hmm. and T-Pain over here. I'm like, yo, this city and, is lit. But you can say something right now crazy. All those artists that you mentioned, 90% are from Miami, right? right? Yeah. Trick, Plies is from Fort Myers. Fort Myers. But but yeah, South, Ace, South, Ace Hood, South Florida. Yeah. Let's go South Florida. Yeah. And there was not even one artist from Orlando on that 
bulletin. Yeah. Orlando DJs, but that was about it. Yeah. They yeah. needed, and not even that part. I can't even. You probably had one, one or two Orlando DJs. Everybody was probably booked from Atlanta, you know, Jacksonville, or Ch- Miami, yeah. or what else like that. Right. See, that's yeah. the problem that I always have with Orlando. I'm trying to think the, the I don't, at the time or not. Who was an Orlando artist? During that time? Yeah. You talking about this is what early? Like 08. This is literally 07. It's it's classic week in 07. So it was like November. Mm-hmm. And um I'm trying to think who was like Wes. Well, I think Wes was booked. Like Wes was hot then. You no. probably during that time, you probably had like maybe traffic. Tra- traffic was a little bit after that. After, he might okay. have been after that. It was Wes. It was P.I. Bang was after that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going into I my homework yeah. bag and find out who was actually popping during that time? Right, right. There, there, there was, I mean, I know there was a lot of shows I was doing, but South Kissimmee. Yeah, there's always. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There were artists. Like, I'm just trying to think who, who was moving. KC. Mm-hmm. KC's been moving for a yeah, long time. Right. Yeah. But like I think that was like even before I just before I even knew who KC was. He was writing. He was yeah, thing, he's a more of a writer, wasn't. yeah. Um Let me have Yeah, I mean look yeah. but you got my, my mindset moving to Orlando is Disney. Right. Of course, that's, that's everybody. Like, until mindset. I got taken to the West Side for the first time in my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Then, West then, Colonial, and I'm like, oh, you gonna learn? It's more than the mouse. Oh, right. yeah. I know what I mean, I, I'll tell you, um, Armstrong. That okay. too was hot. Then. Armstrong was hot. Right. Right. Yes. Shit. And I think I met him my second time over there, going into uh, men's closet. I was coming out and. Everybody's been in man's closet. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's a staple in the hood, right? Yep. Men's if there closet. was anything you could change in your path, what would it be? Man, I don't think I would. I was, I was just thinking about that on the ride over here about like how going through some of the negative things that happen put you in a place for all these positive things to line up. Right. Like, they mm-hmm. teach you the lessons right. that you won't make again to make you better. Right. Yeah. Timing right. and everything. Um, I don't think I'll change anything right now. What's up? What's up? Like, life's good. Like, got married last year. Congrats, congrats. Thank you. Um, I spoke to your best man. <laughs> <laughs> the, um... Actually, we actually met through your best man and um, we was bring this mixtape. Wow. <laughs> Wow. We did that like yes. after we met, like two weeks later. Yeah. We did that. Dope. Definitely. Wow. The old logo. Wow. Street smart. <laughs> All the old information's on that. Man. Well, my shit's probably still the same. But it's like, yo, look, like, I'm a boss. Right. Getting, like, there's a lot of hits on here that I could still play in the club and mm-hmm. they'll go crazy. Right. Like, wow. Little throwback there. Little throwback. Little trip down memory lane. Yes. New kids on the block. <laughs> yeah, we paid, everybody was hot during that time. Yeah. Most of these, I mean, all of them are. I mean, still. Wow. Music was good. Yeah, music was good. Music was real good. Music was real good. Wow. That's amazing. 
I gotta remasturbate some. Yeah. Take it back out. <laughs> put it back out just because. Might have to put the link up. You know what I mean? People to download it. I think it's still on. It might be on that piff still. That piff? Oh, what was the other site? Um, well, I don't think it's on live. No, nah, live has done, been down for a while. Part of that piff. Probably. Yeah, I think it's on that. But I was, look at this right now. There's a lot of people used to sponsor. Where the fuck are these people now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nah, cause yeah, we pressed them up, put them out. Wow. A little history right there. Dope, yeah. dope. Dope little little memory. Those are always good. And that was, I mean, the mixtapes were a big part, like, um, of me making a living <laughs> for, because <laughs> when I was I was the new guy out here, and like you said, like I was doing clubs, mm-hmm. um, I was doing clubs here and there, but like, DJing was not paying the bills. No, of course <laughs> not. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> it, it never does in the beginning. You have to work a regular job. There's and, no way around um, it. But my regular job was pressing up mixtapes. Dope. So I was working with um, mixtape Mike. Mixtape Mike, yeah. <laughs> Russ. How did how did I not know that one? <laughs> everybody don't went to everybody Sorry, went to Mike. mixtape Mike. I had yeah. to skip you, Mike. I had with my own machine. <laughs> put my own machine. Hey. As a matter of fact, LS put me on with the machines. Dope. Because LS was putting a lot of CDs back then for his um his crew. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Everybody went through mixtape Mike, man. Yeah. Mixtape Mike. Yeah. And I was I was in the, the sweatshop. Yeah. <laughs> Trades coming out, Trade, pulling them out. Boom, 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 boom. Well, yeah, yeah. Dog, like that shit is an art. Like <laughs> no, to get it to get it like a little <laughs> system down. Yeah. yeah. The boom 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 boom. Push them back in. Yeah. Yeah. I have my kids though. Like Chinese people around the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Put, dog, Take out, print his sleeves, jewels, yeah. box. Next. You wanna <laughs> eat tonight? You wanna dog. eat? Literally techniques. Pressing up. I could probably do a thousand CDs hour and a half. Wow. Running up, put them in, hit hit burn, go over here, put in the cases, do 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 stack, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. Put Flash them in the box. Back, back over. <laughs> <laughs> those days are, those days are over. <laughs> yeah, those days are over. Yo. I do not miss it though. <laughs> like, <laughs> Having like ten machines going for yeah, hours, and right. you in this room with no ventilation. Yeah, and that shit puts out heat too, bro. Sweating, Damn. but we made it work. Made it, made it work. That's what made you right now. Hey. The persistence, yeah, and man. You don't, you don't pay your dues. You did. You went crate digging. You know what I mean. You got to play on vinyl. You you interned for someone. Let's say right, someone you carry yeah, records. I, you did that. You made you copy CDs. You've made mixtapes. Yeah. You know I even I mean? worked with uh, he even DJ went to Small. He even went to uh, out of state without even confirming. He just went. Yeah. He showed, showed up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he showed did. up. He yeah, did. I was did. like, yo, at least yeah. worst case, I go see a show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you did, you did everything you were supposed to do. You, oh, yeah. you didn't feel entitled, which is what's great. Nah, you know you, know you what can mean? never feel entitled, even, even you know, when you are entitled to things. No, absolutely, like, yeah. You, I never move in that that mindset of entitlement, man. I'm, just, I'm happy to be here. Like, that's, that's if you ever, you ever get a point where you're feeling yourself, do you have one friend that always puts you in check? Feeling myself? Yeah, I, like... I don't think I... I don't get in that mode. I get... I get yeah. pissed off when I get disrespected, though. Okay. Like, and... Usually it's warranted because like I'm a very low key to myself. Right, right. But it's just like if yeah, I get... the day I met you, you was mad low key. You in the corner, we shooting a video. I'm like yo, my man, is he in a video? Is he is he just bystanding? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm chill, but it's just like, <laughs> oh, but like it's like 
if I get triggered, then it's the complete opposite. Right. right. So, but it's a respect thing, man. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You was mentioning earlier something about DJ Smalls. Yeah, so even when I was in college, I interned for his uh, company, mm -hmm. uh, Southern, or uh, South Promo, South which promo. was Southern Smoke, Southern Smoke which was right. the promo company for Southern Smoke, and it was ran by uh, Jessica Williams, uh, which was his partner with that company. So mm -hmm. I was an intern, so I was right. outside of the the, the shows, the, right. the DJ gigs for DJ Smalls mm -hmm. with the... The signs Dope. with the stuff. You when know, you handing get, out when the you get to fly. I spoke to him once or twice, yeah. but it hasn't been recently. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's in Atlanta. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. he, he got stories and he's part of history. Yeah. Mixtape game. Right, right. He oh, was, yeah. He, he was doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was like him, Gangster Girls. And right. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely Southern doing Smokes were crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. What advice do you give to aspiring DJs right now? My number one advice always is just be on time be professional like that one that thing right there will separate you so much from everyone else that doesn't understand that part the communication like doing things the proper way not trying to cut the corners like right. it's this is before you even get on and play music right like being a professional not you know, getting wasted while you're drinking or while you're DJing. DJing. Like, right. just like, you got to remember, like, as much as, as fun as the job is, it's a job. It's a job. You're there right. to entertain these Same. people, yeah. to, 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 to do the best job, and it's mm -hmm. a great job. But when you're not professional, and that's when it's not, you know, that's when the people that book you, either be the, the club owners or the promoters. They're watching you. They're watching yeah. you. Yeah. Like, they seen how you, you know, you take control of the situations if one was to come upon. They also watching to see how you act on every everything you do, basically. Yeah. You know, it's like they're watching you. You did not watching somebody's watching you that night. Yeah. That that that's the most important. I'd say second is you just like dig in on the craft, learn everything you can about it. Mm -hmm. Um, be prepared for anything. So right. one, of the, one, one of the things uh, Q45 had taught me that's always stuck with me was um, the crowd doesn't care what you're playing the equipment on. So if it's no. a mixer with one knob right. and, Not that problem. and they don't care if right. your mixes are off or if the, the, the one turntable arm ain't working, no one cares. So it's like you better go in there and bust their ass on the one turn on your laptop hitting the play button, talking your shit, then hitting the, right. like whatever it is, That's like do, right? they, you shut it down, don't matter. So it's like that always ha gave me a mindset of like we're going to make it work one way or another. Like right. the mixer ain't all together. Okay, well, we're going to go this way right. yeah. not um been in that situation yeah. also like <laughs> I, I'll tell you this too like when coming up as a DJ and not making much money I was pretty much taking any gig any gig course, I could do yeah. so I've done gypsy weddings baby showers like you you name, name it yeah, yeah. but they like, pay more money th that yeah. too yeah but the cool thing about taking all these different type of gigs was the experience and learning the music and, and having it now, especially like the way Serato Different works. culture, different people, yeah. So that goes into the crowd reading. So I moved to Miami. I'm doing clubs like Live Store. I'm getting people from all around the world. Right. Like, But I was prepared to play for these people that just came from Israel because mm -hmm. I've done... A, Israeli, yeah, Israeli. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've done these different cultures and like, oh, you you need Latin music? All right, cool, got you. Like, 
need reggae, got you. Afrobeats, got you. Because right. I've done these different type of events. So that that's another thing. Just do all types of stuff. Just don't stick to one genre, one thing. If you really want to be a well-rounded DJ, how like take on these gigs, learn the music, learn everything because you never know where you're gonna be and people at and like yeah, people ask for some crazy stuff, but like yeah. if you can hold it down. What's your intake on that? People requesting a song. It depends. Um, the timing, what it is. Um, sometimes with the club, like especially in Miami or pretty much any clubs, like sometimes you got a choice because they just spent you know five k on the table and they need this song played that no one knows but them. But hey, you got to play it. work. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm not against uh requests though, because sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's really good because like you'd be like, oh. I didn't even think about that. And then it takes you somewhere else and it's yeah. dope. Then other times you just like, yo, no one knows this song but you. you. <laughs> right. Like, yo, you and, and your home or, it's, or it's like the complete left vibe. I'm yeah. like, yo, the floor is rocking and you are the only person that like ain't, well, it, I want to dance. All right. <laughs> dance. dance. Right. <laughs> Go dance with everybody else. Right. Yeah, they want to hear. Uh, Play something to dance to. All right. They <laughs> like, some crazy shit. You want to you go to the games? Let's go some games. Let's, go on, so let's break it up. Go on some games. Do the choice is yours first. <laughs> choice is yours. Yeah, so, right. choice is yours. You game book for a club party, okay. a house party, mm-hmm. or a corporate party. Mm-hmm. Same night, same pay. What are you choosing? Are there any more details to this? Or? That's it. No, that's it. Same. You get in the same, same bag. bag. Same, same bag, bag, but they all on the same night. You gotta choose yeah. one. Probably gonna go with the club. Yeah. Go with the club. Yeah, club, club, clubs are easier gig for me because I ain't gotta bring no equipment. I ain't gotta do nothing. Like, Shit, now that you do. Up. Well, <laughs> I feel like it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you're better off just having it in Some the whip moment. just in yeah. case. Yeah, and I you forgot, got that I one knob. I forgot about the clubs. They ain't carrying it. And see, that goes into the professional because most of the time the clubs don't carry it because the DJ they break the shit point, up. Yeah. They the drunk court. and yeah. bro, been like the groupies on top of it. CDJ. I didn't want to say groupie first, but he said it. Yeah, bro. No, I've seen some nightmare stuff, especially like with the Miami clubs and the girls in the booth, and they just bloop. Yep. Well, you getting clothesline. <laughs> you getting clothesline. Like, well, since Kareem brought it up, oops. I'm gonna be on TMZ because <laughs> I'm clotheslining your ass. I'm, I'm gonna have a contract with WWE the next week <laughs> where how good that clothesline is gonna be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oops. So Kareem brought up groupies. So, by the girls. Hold up, hold up. Time out. Let's say wait, disclaimer. <laughs> We're all married, all right? This is prior. This is a commercial break. Commercial break. We're all married. We love our wives. This is prior, pre-marriage. This dis- disclaimer. All right. All right, good. Bottle girl, bartender, or groupie? My wife was a bottle tender, or a, a, a bottle girl, so I'll go with bottle, bottle girl. Bottle girl, see? See? That was too that's easy that's too easy for him. It's too easy for him. Damn it. But before your wife, was there any groupies? <laughs> 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 From the club, not, not, not in the sense of like. But you have my, you have MySpace, right? We coming up, right? Yeah. So there was MySpace, maybe Mi Gente back Mi gente, then. Black Planet, Black Planet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now they got social media back then. We didn't have social yeah. media. That was our social media. Uh, I'll never no, forget. No, like no, I had, MySpace, like, not yet. Roommates after college, <laughs> and they were on plenty of fish, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> number scammers on there now. Bro. You know what I mean? The number scammers on there. But yeah, it was Black Planet Mi Gente, 
MySpace. You had America Online with the instant messaging yeah, and the I chat did. rooms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was crazy. I didn't own a computer. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that instant messenger was weird. That was, yeah, that was insane. A shit pop, blue, 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 whatever the sound was. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I got a message. Someone hit me. Someone hit me up, yo. You know what I mean? Your phone line is tied up. Your mom's pick up the yo. phone. You in a good conversation. You yo. get dropped. That's what I used to do. I used to download. So, like, overnight, I'll connect it because you don't figure you're getting any phone calls at night. And then I'd be, like, downloading movies and mm-hmm. everything overnight and then wake up in the morning to go to school and unplug it. And then Just hogging up the people calling yeah. the house. The phone is busy. Because you hogging you up all the you bandwidth. You can't dial 911. You can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to miss that instant message, man. So it's like, you I don't know what I did with, I don't remember what I did without having a cell phone. Like, as it, like. Yeah, now you don't have a cell like, phone. You walk out of the house. There, there was no, yeah. no smartphones. There wasn't, yeah, none. We was, that's why we was in the street. Mm-hmm. Now you, yeah, now it's like, oh shit. I, you you well, leave your house without your shoes. Yeah. But you won't forget. But you kind of knew where like everyone yeah. to be at. Like it was yeah. kind of like systematic. Like, yeah. yeah. Or you'd be like, "Yo, call me between five and seven. That's when I'm gonna be at the house. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't catch me, then you just don't catch nah, me. Nah. Even as a kid, like the only way I knew where my friends were, you ride around the neighborhood and look for where all the bikes were in the front yard. And yeah. Was, everybody was hanging out. Damn. Was, they were at Timmy's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they was doing over there? What they was looking at? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know what you was looking at. You couldn't find porn in the in the. There was no computer. There was fucking um, Playboy magazines. Man, VHS. That VHS. VHS. Yeah, the, VHS huh? the pops VHS the movies. Yeah, the pops. That collection. Yeah. Whoa. Hey yo. You say you said Bush. Found chicken pound. That reminds me. Yo, that they had the worst <laughs> fucked up music. Yeah, that reminds me of Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, when he said oh, Bush. Bush. <laughs> We've got Bush. <laughs> Dude screaming all this shit though. All right, so we're gonna play some samples for you. Okay. And then we want you to tell us who used the sample. All name right. of the song. You don't gotta tell us the name of the original sample. Okay. Just the artist that 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 used it. Smokey, you ready? Let's go. You said they were easy ones. <laughs> he should know that. He should know that one. I know I should. I can't. Uh. Should we let it play a little bit more? One more time. Why not? Thank you. <laughs> let's play <laughs> more. Hello, <laughs> song. <laughs> I can't like I want when you hear it you're like damn you're gonna be I know that shit he might, let me hold the table because he might flip like, I'm, think, I'm thinking <laughs> of, like I feel like I think it but I can't it's not connected can't think of like, the camp maybe a camp a person I want to say it so bad I'll make <laughs> <laughs> alright play it that's literally I'm thinking the ghost like <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm like, yo, ghost. Like, I don't like the... Yeah, the beginning of it. Next joint. Remember, copyright material, so we had to... <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You should I'm know it off. You shouldn't even... One I'm bar not... of that, you should know it. 
one so bad. One more time. I'm so bad at this. Um. We so that's it. Work. Know yet? Know it? You gotta know this. Let, let, let it drop. Let it drop. Let it drop. Yeah. See how it goes. Ready? I'm at downtown on Dykeman Ninth and talking that. I should never dealt with businessmen. Black Rob. It's not very Black Rob, man. Oh, you, not that joint right there. Navy, Navy, whoa. I whoa, yeah, but okay. I wasn't. I never dug in. Like ran out of so, ammo and started. So this was the thing, like. That era of bad boy for me was mm -hmm. weird to me because it was like it was the post big right stuff and then like and they had to do artists like crazy yeah, yeah but, but Black Rob and Shine they had no, some no. they had no, some no, Black no, no, Rob Shine and like and you know what I mean like take get that out that first album the, the Black, Black Rob, Rob first, album, album. first album yeah take are you driving that to Miami with him yeah I'm I'm listening to tomorrow that, yeah that record right there oh my gosh shit. Don't get a ticket, if a speeding ticket. If I had a boot she comes off. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Both start coming all, all the lights on, that shit hits. Like. So I'm, I'm going to listen to it on the way home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Let's give number three. Many men? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there we go. He got, he got one. He got... Yeah, we got to go with some. So the, the next sample, um, two people... One recently, a few years ago, and one back in the 90s sampled this. You I know. Um, no, we haven't, we haven't played it yet. No, you write with this one, 50 Cents. Yeah, no, many was, just, oh, okay. Yeah, that's many that was many The men, next yeah. one we're about to play. The next one we're going to play. Okay. It was, all right, go ahead. I mean, that's the, the juice, obviously. Right. Who else used it? Um, go to the next page. You'll see that. Last one to the left by self. Cormega? Nah, it was, uh, it was close though. It was, it was close. Nas. Nas. <laughs> Nas, yeah. The message. Fake the you can't find a word about it. The slug before Gusto. There we go. So now it's drunk. Fake thug, no love. Yeah. Slug, CB4, God. So they used it first. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Right. But Juice, Juice made it a huge yeah. song. Huge song, yep. I mean, got two out, of, two out of four. Yeah, no, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Some people get zero. Some people get... And they should <laughs> nah. know them. And they should know them. The first one, I should definitely... I, I was thinking I couldn't... The, mm. I had to register for a little while. Yeah. And then he got in the groove. You know what I mean? So that was good. We appreciate that. Playing that along good. with us. Playing fun. some games with us. I mean, um, <clears throat> so what are you currently working on? Right now, just merch for okay. next year. Merch. Dope. Um, getting the putting together tours too. Mm -hmm. Um, want to start working with like up and coming artists, getting them on the road, college tours, doing some of these like, you know, in the middle cities that the majors aren't necessarily looking at them. Yeah, there's a lot of these college talent. Right. Right. Crazy, got thousands of people there. Ray. Nothing comes through, so you get them homecomings. Yeah, homecomings, yeah. all that. So touring, mu music, dropping mm -hmm. music, <laughs> um, working with artists, and um, you know, just the festivals are gonna be 
crazy next year. Um, some lineups are coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the LA lineups out be out in um in LA in March. Yeah, March. Okay. And um, the first the first show is the in March. First show twenty twenty three is in okay. March. Okay. Okay. That's, that's in California. Yep, right? in Inglewood. Okay. Um, Inglewood. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, up to no good <laughs> at the uh, SoFi Stadium uh, parking lot, and um, just building, man, building brand. Right, uh, got a lot to build on. Yeah, yeah, a lot. You have a manager or a booking agent or something? Yeah, like that? I got my um, my team, um, Troy Gunn and uh, Air Jordan. Um, work with me, Sick mm-hmm. World Music. Okay. Right. Um, not necessarily an agent. You got Wes helping me working with. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's like That's day one, man. Yeah. We've been building. Um, not an agent yet. Uh, I've been doing a lot of my own bookings. Okay. Um, and you know, been blessed though. Yeah. <laughs> you stay so in between. The bookings keep coming. Right. So in between rolling busy. loud, you stay. Yeah, consistent. traveling, man. Um, last this last year though mm-hmm. has probably been, the, but well, post COVID, so I guess it's like last year and a half is the most I've ever traveled. Dope. Ever like I've been places I never thought you know went to Portugal nice a festival, beautiful DJ place. club and and it's we're in um, Puerto Mal it's mm-hmm. on the beach so the festival is on the, the beach, beach. Nice. in the sand waves crashing and beautiful uh, almost like spring bling right like, yeah pretty much bling, like that's <laughs> all like, all the girls yeah. are in bikinis and like it's just beautiful um. Toronto. I've been in Toronto a few times this year. Nice. First time going to the city. Beautiful. Love it up there. Uh, you know, L.A., Texas, mm-hmm. Philly, New York. Like, right. To my merchandise, by the way, we have our merchandise out. Respect the DJ podcast hoodies. T-shirts. Hit me up on my DM. Hit up my email. Find me in the streets. I got them in the <laughs> trunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, also, shout out to our sponsors, P1, Vodka. Lou, I need some more vodka. Stop right. playing with me. <laughs> Stop playing with me. And we can't forget True Leaf, the easy way to smoke. Yes. We open up the envelope and the leaf's already there for you. Damn. No more cleaning, no more messy. <laughs> oh, that's easy. It's some good <laughs> shit. Yo. All right, let's say you had to drive from Miami to New Jersey, right? You get 10 albums. Mm. That's all you can fit in your CD okay. deck. Right? The changer. Okay. In the trunk. Because you ain't getting out. You got to go to the trunk yeah. and swap them out. I had that. I know exactly <laughs> what it is. Hey, this is what you we're going what I mean? through. The cartridge, right? What 10 albums would you would you put in your CD deck? Uh, 36 Chambers. Um, Illmatic. hmm Return in 36 Chambers, Old Dirty. Okay. That's three. Yeah, you still in Miami, I think. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> yeah you, you still in traffic. I'll pass it. I'm almost to Orlando, right? Um, ah, man. Um, You're about Fort Lauderdale right now. I know, right? I'm, it could be anything. I'm, I'm be trying to think of the... Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think of all the... Um, Chicago. I can't remember that. Of the project, okay. uh, you know, uh, thriller, of course. Um, 
five. Got five more. Um, Return to Forever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the album name, so I'm like tripping on it. Uh, but artists? Yeah, I mean, Return to Forever, to okay. Korea, like favorite projects. Um, listen to a lot of metal, so it'd be like um, Lamb of God, mm-hmm. um, Etal Concrete, Can okay. Like eight, nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now you, now you on a roll. Yeah. Um. Then I was into my, um, my guy got Gashi's project, mm-hmm. uh, nineteen eighty four on the way here, and that's my vibe. It's like eighties, right. like nowadays eighties music, bro. It's beautiful. Dope. So I think that that'll do it. That rounds off your turn. Is there a genre? Was that, was that Ted? That was yeah. yeah he was he was. Mike. I thought it was Virginia. Yeah, he he started catching a little five days, but. <laughs> If there, is there a genre of music that people would, wouldn't think that you listen to besides metal? Um, ja- I mean, I listen to a lot of jazz, mm-hmm. uh, classical. I went So I went to school. When I first graduated high school, I went to school for music. Mm-hmm. And traditional music classes, they teach you through either classical music or jazz music. Right. So classical being the structure, jazz breaking the structure. Okay. Um. And not breaking all the rules. So uh, I was lucky enough in my college, I went to a community college that my, the professor, the main professor was a jazz, a working trumpet player that was amazing in mm-hmm. Philly. And Philly's such a cultural jazz city. Yeah. So I'm going, I got introduced to going to jazz bars and clubs. You know, he, like that's part of my curriculum. Yo, you need to go to a jazz bar, find one in Philly and go over there. Right. Tons of So I'm walking in, smoke filled, drinking, and there's just musicians going in and out, jumping right. in, jamming out. And then um, then now you got to go to a classical. So now you got to go see the Philadelphia um, Harmonic. Harmonic. Yeah. And I'm a student, so the tickets are super cheap. Right. And I'm going to go see that, which was amazing. Yeah. And these beautiful halls. So um, got introduced to that music um, through school. And being, I was a drummer too, so I'm playing in the jazz band. So learning all the, the new music to me, Coltrane, Miles Davis, um, you know, was amazing, amazing, dope. Yeah. So when when you when you finish a club or a festival, mm-hmm. and you ride home, <laughs> are you listening to any music? Uh, it depends what vibe I'm in. Most of the time, no. Uh, Dead silence. Of, nah, I listen to like a podcast. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like well, now you listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then. Right. <laughs> Or I'm listening to something mellow, like I'll, I'll like especially when, when, when that mellow, you can see that. Yeah, <laughs> when that mellow, but <laughs> yeah. no, but the, uh, I listen to, I'll throw on like some playlists of just like low fire, chill, just the decompress, vibe. yeah, right. something not too heavy, some light house music or something right, like right. that. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm not listening to what I played in the club. Yeah, no, you sure. don't want to hear that. Definitely want to be hearing that when you're. Trying to chill out. So, correct. We have a question here. I want to, and I want to change it up. What's up? It's um, usually it's called best hip hop movie. Okay. Right? Okay. But the two movies, so there's not really a lot of hip hop movies. So, hip hop movies would be like a B Street or Wild Style. 
Okay. Right? Uh-huh. People usually say like New Jack City, stuff like that, but that's not New Jersey hip-hop. Drive. New Jersey Drive. Juice. They're not hip hop movies. Those are hip hop soundtracks. Well, Juice is yeah. a, a hip hop. I mean, movie. no, it's not. hip hop artists. It's, in... not. it's not really a hip hop movie. Why not? I got the DJ battle. Got the D- that's, that's, all I, that's the only culture it really has. You just local. <laughs> I mean, by. I mean, by... <laughs> so I, I think mean, we should but... change the question to Wild Style. All right. Or B Street. Really? I mean, think about it. I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. I, what, what Juice is not a hip hop movie. I don't know. I mean, hip hop elements. There's, there's, there's Definitely. What element? Tupac had on 40 Below Tim's. Get out of here. That's not the element. <laughs> that is not the element. Well, you're talking about the five elements of hip hop. That's Any, different. At least three elements. I mean, but there's like Queen Latifah's in it, right? Right, but that's a, those, are, those are actors. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay, what Juice is talking about, he's talking about. Wild so, style. Somebody, somebody put me like on. that's a it, it has graffiti, breakdancing, music, the hip hop music, and, and hip hop and, and the, MCing. And MCing. You know what I mean? He's talking about the elements of hip hop. Even Crush Groove is not a hip hop movie. It's about it's about a hip hop label. Yeah. It's about yeah. it's about hip hop label where hip hop artists acting. See, I'm making you think. Right what's now. the definition of that? So explain the actual definition of a hip hop movie. We still don't know the definition. No, no. no, def- no a definite hip hop movie is something that has about the culture. Has elements of hip hop. What what so Africa Bambada created as the elements so of So that's of, of more hip-hop. of like a, a documentary? No. No. Oh. So he's saying a movie. It's part do you see B Street? Yeah. Okay, I see so I see it every year. B, B Street. <laughs> that's, that's my Christmas movie. Right. B Street. And it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's not, but it was, it was filmed during Christmas time. <laughs> we can start that debate, right? <laughs> it was like, filmed at Christmas time. It was filmed at Christmas time. But I said, too, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, but we... we yeah, 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 yeah. We said Die Hard is a Christmas movie. All right, so anyways... Die Hard... Yeah. Yeah, it's a good right, movie. But go back to the hip-hop right, movie. So he's saying it has to have breakdancing, graffiti. At least three elements yeah. of the five. Right. Okay. And we're not talking about actors... Rappers who are actors. We're not talking about that. This is a great debate, right? It here. is a great debate. I don't know. Somebody put me on it. So I'm, so I'm putting anybody okay, else on okay. now. I don't know, man. Because I, I asked this question offline. Yeah. And they're like, that's not a hip hop movie. And I said the same thing he said. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's like saying like, in state it. property Tupac is a hip hop movie, but right. that has it's nothing not. to do with it. Paying full is not a hip hop movie. Yeah. We're talking about Rich that, Porter. That's not a hip hop movie. That's, piece Rich that's the crack, 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 crack. That was hip hop, though. I mean, I mean, so you said, you know what I mean? Because while you was hustling, you was rocking. It's not a hip hop movie. You was listening to Eric B and Rockin', but it's still not a hip hop movie. Then there's not, there's no hip hop movies, just those two. That's what I said. We might have to change the question now. I feel like to Wild South and Big Street. I think those are still New Jersey Drive. They're not hip hop movies. You robbing cars. The- so you say Robin Cars smoking crack is hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> New Jack City, that's hip hop too? High school high. Yeah. Am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> you know high school, school high. high. DJing, graffiti. <laughs> they, yes, they did. They had fashion. <laughs> no, that's not, not that part. <laughs> had two. See? We got a new question now. Like, that's a great you debate. It's a great debate. High school high. I mean, there's always the show that, that is. Oh, that's a documentary, documentary. though. <laughs> so you did watch B Street before, right? You said. Yeah. Ever watched Wild Style? Not sure about Wild. It was the first hip hop movie ever filmed. Yeah, not. not no, I don't think I watched Wild Style. So. You wanted to learn yeah. um, more the culture is has the break in, right. graffiti, it has the battle in the play. It, you seen that videos out right now? 
With the, the Coke Crush? The Coke Crush with the Premier Beats? Yes. Yes. That shit is dope. Yeah. You should watch that if you get a chance. Yeah. If, if you want to learn about. And nah, if you want to learn about graffiti the... and things like that, watch Style Wars. Okay. Style Wars. It's just graffiti. Film, it's just graffiti. Yeah. You know what I mean? And K Slade was in Style Wars. Yeah. And, oh, it, was, and it was filmed yeah, in the yeah. it was filmed in the seventies. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's you know what fire. I mean? yeah. Um who else? There was a bunch of people that were in Style Wars that are the guy uh Maze, he made the uh no Mayor, I'm sorry, Mayor, M A R E. He's the one that created the B E T hip the the the, the award, the okay. star. So Mayor was in Style Wars and he's the one that sculptured that star for the B E T award. That's dope. So yeah. Sorry. That's I, I not love, just only a podcast. We, yeah. we know our history. No, but I <laughs> love when you have like these aspects yeah. right. of certain things, right. and they are culturally right. appropriate. Like the right, right people were part. Right, exactly. He was day one in the seventies. You know what I mean? He was in Star Wars, and and you know he came up, and a lot of those graffiti artists, from Lady Pink to Lee to um, <clears throat> all the artists, graffiti artists that were in Star Wars are now such success, successful uh, artists. You know, have mm-hmm. shows. Which is, I think, is, is great. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. Yeah. Hip hop culture is beautiful, man. Yeah, it is, man. It gives a, a lot of jobs out there. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It definitely does. Wouldn't change anything of it. You know what I mean? So plug in your social media. Tell people how they can get in contact with you. And- hey, it's, it's DJ Five Venoms, DJ F I V E V E N O M S. Um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook is DJ Five Venoms One. Uh, TikToks, DJ Five Venoms, uh, yeah, uh, hit me up, IG, DM, Twitter, uh, TikTok, YouTube. And to book uh, you? Book me, uh, DJ Five Venoms at gmail.com. It's the easy. Easy way? Yeah. I get a lot of bookings from DMs. I, you'd be surprised. Like It's going down. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like <laughs> some dude hit me, be like, yo, so I got to Toronto. It's where, right. you know what I mean? Um a group of yeah, DMs, right? I answer those. <laughs> Which ones? Oh, yeah. yeah but, but. Those going red. They're going red. Um, <laughs> unread. Unread. Blocked. Unread. Yeah, um, but, yeah, like, hit me up in the DMs, too. I get booked on DMs. Yeah, how about you? You hit the phone. Uh, <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm definitely down. Any final words to our listeners and viewers? Nah, man, just stay positive. <laughs> uh, you know, have a good time. It's life. You only live it once. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to be here. Like, We're happy to have you here. Amazing. Right. We're glad that you did with your busy schedule to the time throughout the holidays and came to see us. <laughs> Absolutely. No, definitely, man. Appreciate appreciate the invite. Um, definitely my pleasure for sure. So, so we know we definitely thank you. You know for coming out, like you know June said, spending some time with us. Something you didn't have to do, so you're you're paying it forward, and we definitely thank you and appreciate that. So many thanks to you, our loyal listeners and viewers. And as always, we have another exciting episode coming up. Stay tuned. And until then, I'm your host, DJ Junebug, alongside DJ Correa. And we are out. Peace. Street Dreams Music Group. Play that. Play that. Play that. DJ Q45. Everyone knows Q45 from hosting the legendary BET Rap City for three great years. But Q45 started at the bottom by carrying crates for DJs in Jacksonville, Florida. Nowadays, Q45 is known as a triple threat, DJ, radio host, and TV host. DJ Q45 has been putting in work for a long time. DJ Q45, respected DJ's podcast, salutes you.